that drawing hit me hard. Um, I mean, I really thought I wasn't gonna make it. Uh, it was, it was that bad. So I'm just thankful to be, you know, sitting here. Joel Embiid drops 42 in his return from COVID, but shows us something after the game that might be an even bigger deal. And ahead of the Sixers taking on the Magic, did you hear what Markel Fultz had to say about Philly fans? That's right now on Locked On Sixers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Sixers. I am your host, Serena Winters, former Sixers sideline reporter, serving up content to Sixers fans. I hope you all had an absolutely fantastic Thanksgiving and weekend spent with family and friends. I know I sure did. Don't forget to follow, like, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. Follow me on Twitter, at Serena Winters. Talk to me about the show. I love to hear from you. We truly appreciate you for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Plus, we've got great sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Check out prizepicks.com and use promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. How good was it to have Joel Embiid back on Saturday night? Whew! Yes, it was an absolute heartbreaker losing in double OT to the Timberwolves, especially with the Sixers up three, which is 44.2 seconds left. But despite the result, we had been waiting for this day for three weeks. And after hearing Joel Embiid talk about his battle with COVID after the game, I seriously cannot believe he played 45 minutes in the game. Well, I guess first off, how are you feeling and what have the last few weeks been like since you've been in the protocol and all that? Um, hasn't been good. Um, man, that drone hit me hard. Um, I mean, I really thought I wasn't going to make it. Uh, it was it was that bad, so I'm just thankful to be, you know, sitting here. Uh, you know, yeah, man, struggle with it, but, you know, I'm just glad that uh, I got over it, um, and you know I'm just here, uh, just doing what I love, and you know with some good people. What was the toughest part about COVID? Um, I mean everything. Couldn't breathe. Um, you know, headaches was worse than a migraine. I mean the whole body was just done, I guess. Um, so uh, he was. Uh, it's not a good time. Embiid even said himself that after how his workout went on Friday night, he didn't think he was going to be able to play on Saturday. Called it a miracle that he was able to play that many minutes. And look, I get migraines. I've gotten them since I was a kid. I'm sure there's plenty of listeners out there who get them. And you can agree. I can't imagine having headaches worse than migraines. So anyways, Joel returns from feeling like he's dying 
plays 45 minutes, drops 42 points, 14 rebounds. And then there's fans on Sixers Twitter still blaming him for the loss. Come on now. Could Joel Embiid have passed to Seth Curry at the end of the second overtime? Absolutely. But also, by the time that George Niang cut and took his defender with him, instead of directly in the passing lane from Joel to Curry where he was, at that point there was 1.9 seconds left on the clock. So look, if the Sixers lost this game because of Joel Embiid, then they were also in this game because of Joel Embiid. Speaking of blame, prior to that ATO I just referenced, 10.3 seconds on the clock, and the second overtime, Tyrese Maxey's handling, and Bede comes up to set a screen for him on D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo fights over and gets his hand in the passing lane from Maxey to Joel. Maxey fires off a bad pass intended for Joel at the top of the three. Instead, D'Angelo steals it, finds a running and cutting Torion Prince who hits the game-winning layup in double overtime. But listen to what was said in the post-game press conference when Maxey was asked about it. Uh, I was, I came off, I was trying to throw a pocket pass to Joe, and, um, and he got, he got, he tipped it, and, um, I probably should have, instead of bounce passing it, pocket, wrapped it around and threw it to the, to Joel, but, um, it, it was on me, I was supposed to kind of roll, and I popped, so he made his angle a little harder to throw that pass, so, you know, next time we're definitely going to do a better job. Did you hear that? Embiid interrupting to take the blame for Maxie's turnover. Saying that he was supposed to roll, and he popped. So the angle was difficult for Maxie to pass. Hey, is there truth to that? Sure. First of all, I was incredibly confused why Joel was popping out to the three when the Sixers were up one, and all they needed was a two. But that's not the point of why I played that sound. I played that sound because... That's the growth of a leader right there, what you just heard. That's what that was. You got your second-year player, Tyrese Maxey, up on that podium after he made an awful pass that cost them the game. And you have Joel Embiid there next to him, who steps in to take the blame, saying that he could have done better, and that was on him. That shows me that all those things that we have heard over the past many weeks about this team really being tight-knit, to me that proves that. And secondly, that Embiid is making real strides in the leadership department. That's what you want. That's what you want from him. Coming up, Markel Fultz has something to say about Philly fans. But first, let me tell you about prize picks. All right, NBA fanatics, have you heard about Prize Picks? Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this. I know you will too. Prize Picks has the best NBA DFS prop game on the market. Prize Picks offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of minutes each game. Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. 
all of your users that deposit and use your promo code will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Just be sure to use promo code NBA. You pick two to five players in an over or under on their projections and you can win up to 10 times on any entry and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Prize Picks allows mixed sport entries. You can take the over on LeBron combined with the under on Mahomes in the same entry. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com and use promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you have without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings you live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part? There's no annual contract, so get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Thanks for making Locked On Sixers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. When is the last time you have seen an intentional missed free throw actually result in a bucket? That was a hell of a way for the Sixers to finish the first overtime on Saturday. I mean, first of all, credit to Maxi for making the first free throw. Even more credit to him, though, for intentionally missing the first in such a way that they'd have a chance to rebound it. I mean, as Doc said after the game on on his perfect miss, he said you can try to miss that 50 times and you can't miss it that well, but it all worked out for them. It was funny, after the game, Maxie was asked about if he practices that in those situations. And he said he almost never works on missing free throws unless he's playing horse or something. But he did say that at Kentucky, they used to practice it with Coach Cal. And all Maxie knew was that if he could get it to the back of the rim and it bounces forward towards the guys, then he knew they had a chance. It was fun. It was fun to watch, man. And Andre Drummond was open and big enough for the tip in. They had the two defenders pinching on Embiid. And that was... The best thing Drummond did all night. That was fun. Another positive from that one, Danny Green showed once again this weekend how important of a role that he plays on this team when he's healthy. Look, he only played about 22 minutes off the bench because he's still working back from that hamstring injury. And that was more than he was supposed to, Doc said. Thibel started in his place. But offensively, as soon as Danny gets in the game, the difference with the spacing on the floor is night and day. And then defensively, he may not be a flashy defender like Matisse, but he is a solid one. He really is. 
And I can't wait until he's back in the starting lineup and not on a minutes restriction. Because as much as we like to see Thibel get the time, it was a, it was a rough watch watching him offensively because the Wolves, knowing that he wasn't going to be a threat, are just able to help off of him and double somebody else. And that does not bode well for space in the floor. So that part was tough to watch. And also, you know, I, I raved about Thibel and his defense against Curry the other night. But there were several times where he got cooked against Russell. In overtime, I can think of a few where Thibel just gave him too much space. We've got a much easier matchup tonight. Much easier. Orlando Magic. Before we talk about that, though, did you hear what Markel Fultz had to say about Philly fans just a few days ago? Here's Markel with Eton Thomas on the rematch with Eton Thomas. I didn't feel like hated or anything. Like, I felt okay. very loved. Even from the fans, I think a lot of people get confused because they hear people in media talking about how the fans treated me bad, but I never felt like the fans treated me bad. I felt like, you know, they always show love when I was in the game. You know, they were very supportive. Uh, they were very happy. I got standing ovation when I came back, you know. And, right. and I understand that Philly love, like, you know, they die and breed their team, you know, so they're going to get on you if you're doing bad. They're going to love mm-hmm. you doing good. And that's kind of how my mom raised me, you know. Like, you're going to get that tough love of, you know, you need to do what you need to do. And that's, like, coming from the area of DMV, like, that's all we breed. So, like, I yeah. would, that never bothered me. But I think a lot of people got confused with, you know, the media talking about all oh, the Philly fans do this, do that. But, you know, I always felt love when I was there. Yes, Markel. I knew I liked you. Always felt love. He understood the Philly fan base. Gotta love that. The Sixers taking on the Magic Monday night without Markel Fultz. Remember, he's still recovering from that ACL injury. And look, I'm not going to waste anyone's time getting into the strengths and weaknesses of the Magic on this podcast. Not going to do it. All you need to know is this. Orlando is literally dead last in the East. They've lost 17 games, one just for the Sixers will win this game. They will. If they don't, there will be no excuse. By the way, Shake Milton, questionable with groin soreness as of right now for this game. All right, coming up, the John Wall situation in Houston, getting murkier, more layers added on. We'll talk about it. But first, it's here, the best Monday of the year, Cyber Monday. And Built.com is the place to aim your mouse, get at least 20% off everything delicious and healthy. That's 20% off site-wide and even bigger discounts on Built Boost, Broth, and Built Swag. You've heard me talk about the Built Bars on this podcast. They are delicious. 
150 calories, 17 grams of protein, and the new Built Bar flavor that has just landed in time for Cyber Monday, Caramel Almond Delight. Do you say caramel or caramel? I'm a caramel type of girl. It delivers everything it promises. Caramelized chocolate, check. Almonds, check. Delightful, double check. Be sure to get yours before they're gone. Tis the season to save and to give your taste buds the gift of Built Bar. Get to Built.com for these incredible tasting new bars and 20% off everything. Head to Built.com, enter code LOCK20 before it's too late. Bet Online has you covered all holiday season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this holiday weekend. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with promo code LOCKED ON. And it's not just football. Bet Online has pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, even your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. How much does everyone understand about the John Wall Houston Rockets situation? Because it's pretty wild. And I think since there's been a new development in it, and because Ben Simmons' agent, Rich Paul, made a comparison to it when talking with Sham Sharania the other week, that we should talk about it. Rich Paul also, John Wall's agent. So, a little background. Until now, it's been reported that both the Houston Rockets and John Wall had mutually agreed to keep him out of the lineup this season until the team works out a trade. Literally, the first sentence from Shum's article with The Athletic back in September was, After meeting and seeing eye-to-eye on the direction of the Houston Rockets, the franchise and John Wall have agreed on working together to find a new home for the five-time All-Star guard. That direction of the Houston Rockets since the aftermath of the James Harden trade is simply rebuilding, developing their younger guys. They don't want to win games. And with the inevitability of Wall being moved, the Rockets say they want to protect his health. There's a little problem, though. You see, John Wall will have $91.7 million remaining on his contract over the next two seasons once he picks up that $47 million player option for the 2022-2023 season. So moving him because of that money, is going to be incredibly difficult. It's also more likely that you'd have to have a third team involved to make something happen. But there's also another new wrinkle. John Wall is apparently no longer in mutual agreement, as reported by ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. Wall wants to play, and he wants a feature role. So on Sunday, Wall met with both the Rockets GM and coach and told them that. Woj reporting, though, that the Rockets want Wall to accept a, and I quote, 
complementary role to its younger players to play on this team. But here's the thing. Wall thinks he should be a starter and he wants a future role. And this apparently, according to Woj, was something that played a part in Wall and the Rockets deciding in the preseason to keep him inactive to start the season. So now (laughs) you've got Wall, who's got his competitive juices flowing and wanting to start games. And he's posting videos of him working out saying, free Wall. (laughs) Or retweeting things like, you're getting punished for something you can't control. And I think a lot of people thought something would ha- like this would happen if Wall wasn't moved by now. Because these guys are competitive, man. And it's hard to just sit out and not play the sport you love. But look, the Rockets have no interest in winning games right now. And while adding Wall to the starting lineup does not mean that the 3-16 Rockets are bound to be competing for a playoff spot, the Rockets believe that featuring Wall would take away from the younger guy's development. And then I find it interesting that a couple weeks ago, this is the situation that Rich Paul drew a contrast to with the Ben Simmons Sixer situation. Telling Shams of The Athletic that Wall is perfectly healthy and being paid by Houston while sitting out the season, how is this okay, but the Sixers can find Ben Simmons? And it just got me thinking again. You know, let's toss out the glaring difference that the entire argument for Ben Simmons not playing from his side, Rich Paul's side, is that he is not perfectly healthy. So let's toss that part out and instead focus on this part, that the Sixers want Ben Simmons to play for them. The Rockets do not want Wall to play for them. So an employer cannot just not pay an employee their guaranteed contract Because they've now decided just not to play a guy anymore. That's just not how a guaranteed contract works. It's not the same. It is absolutely 100% not the same. So I am interested to see how this John Wall rocket situation though now plays out, and to see if we hear anything more from Rich Paul's side on it. In related news, though, Keith Pompey of the Philadelphia Inquirer posted a video of Ben Simmons at Wells Fargo Center on Saturday. (laughs) Enough of that. The Sixers taking on the magic tonight. We will see you tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Locked On Sixers. And if you're looking for some gambling insight, check out Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. We'll see you tomorrow.